Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Con Podcast, Season Two, Episode Twenty Three. Here, recording this on June 9th, twenty twenty two. Of course, you can find us on all the major podcast platforms: Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, iTunes, and guess what, everybody? We are officially on Amazon Music. So let's give us all a round of applause. Well, we, made, we made it, dog. We made it. Yeah, uh, I finally, you know, called up Amazon and Amazon Prime, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, let's uh, let's do this." And they said, "All right, yeah, we'll, we'll let you on there." So, of course, I'm one of your hosts for today's episode, Justin, aka Nemesis Prime, and I got my buddy Zach with me. What's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. Um, yeah, dude, it took me for a while to get Bezos. You know, he's been dodging my calls lately, but I got him on. That's what got us on Amazon. He was up in space, you know, busy being rich as fuck. So, yeah. Hey, you know what's funny? I, I was listening to last week's episode, and mm-hmm. uh, you know what's pretty funny? You know the age of your niece, but you don't know the age of your nephew. Okay, so <laughs> let me explain. <laughs> so let me explain. So I have two nieces and a nephew, and I know my oldest niece, obviously, because she was first, and then I know the second one because she's two years younger, but then there was a gap between my youngest niece and my nephew, and so it's like a mathematical thing. So I know the oldest niece. And then so I can by then I can deduce the second niece and then that little bastard. I always forget his age because you were so quick when we were talking about Princess Leia last week. You're <laughs> like, yeah, my 10 year old niece. And I'm always like and everyone out there listening knows anytime Zach brings up his nephew, he has no idea what how old he is. He just talks about him all the time. <laughs> Dude, I think I, I think right now even thinking about it, I think he's seven. I think he's seven. Okay, well, I you should fa- find this out and oh, then at least I know mean, it for why, future bro, episodes. He's gonna... He's going to be a different age next year. What does it matter? Ah, Just wait whatever. Anyway, let's get on to what we got for this week's podcast. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, of course, uh, community stuff. We got some Marvel, some DC, some uh, TV stuff, some movie stuff. So much stuff to talk about. So let's pop right into our community section. Uh, shout out to um, a few people in the community that reached out to us via email on the Comic-Con podcast at gmail.com. We did read your emails we will be responding over the weekend zach and i kind of discussed this we kind of like to do like a a collaboration it's not just like i respond and then i tell zach what i wrote or vice versa you know we're kind of collaborating on that stuff so we appreciate the emails on things that have been you know spoken in the community and stuff like that uh but going forward we have an awesome event going on this weekend if you're listening to this early enough on whatnot um our buddy comic dunes yes comic dunes d-u-n-e-s is having an all-day community barbecue and sale on whatnot. So basically, yeah. he has about eight different streams lined up, uh, different starting at 8 a.m., going till 8 o'clock at night, having like an hour break in between them, having multiple sellers come on. So not only are some of his friends going to be selling on his whatnot channel, as well as myself, Mighty Mel V is going to be there. Um, I think it's uh, 360 Comics is also going to be there as well. There's so many people that are going to be asked going to this as well it's a cool little community thing so if you are on whatnot make sure you follow comic dunes so how's it going to go down is he setting up just one one camera for all you guys and then you're just going to pop on for like an hour and it's at his house right yep yeah it's at his house gonna have some food barbecue kind of like a cookout thing so my plan is like uh, for me myself uh if you want to follow and see what i'm going to be selling i know he's he put together some star wars stuff uh, I'm going to be doing a at the two o'clock Eastern time slot. So that's for me. Um, you know, it's cool. And I'll probably get over there at like 12 o'clock, hang out, you know, you know, hang out with people in the community and just like 
cute shit, whatever. And then, you know, I'll do my two o'clock, maybe if I go an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is. And then I'm still going to hang out because, you know, there's going to be a ton of people hanging out over there. So it's going to be a good yeah, time. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, really interested in this event. You know, it's obviously they do a lot of these events on whatnot where it's like, let's just say if I went and then the next person, like if Zach was going to go on the next hour, but this is really cool because this is everybody's going to be on his one stream, like on his channel mm -hmm. and everyone's there in person. So it's not like you're, you know, using um, right. his one account and people are all over the country or all over the state. Like everyone's going to be at his house hanging out. So you may pop, you may see me pop into somebody else's show, just like saying hi or what's up. How's he setting it up inside the room? You guys doing this all outside? No, it's definitely going to be inside, you know, yeah, get the good Wi-Fi and, and yeah. sound. And, yeah. What's the weather like? Uh, as of right now, it's okay, which cool. is, uh, which is good. So that's the most important thing. Cause you know, right. you want to make sure, uh, you know, obviously for food and stuff, nobody wants to have everybody hang out inside the house. So. <laughs> right. Right. Cookouts <laughs> kind of weird if it's all indoors. Oh, of but that's course. fun, man. You guys are going to have a blast. Yeah, definitely. So hopefully the weather holds up and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens going forward from there. So um, that's our quick community stuff here. Let's kind of get moving right into some movie stuff. So um, this is a real quick, fun article that we just found over at CBR.com that was uh, posted on June 8th. Uh, Tim Burton shares his candid thoughts on Batman Forever's nipples. Quote, go F yourself. So, of course, <laughs> the uh, 30th anniversary of Batman Returns is this year and um, over with uh, Empire Online, Tim Burton was interviewed and they talked about what was going on with the 1995 neon lit Batman Forever, of course, changed over from Joel Schumacher. Um, and it's really, it's really funny. He ends up stating and quoting himself. He says, that's the funny thing about it. But when I was like, wait a minute, okay, hold on a second. You can compare me. I'm too weird. I'm too dark. And then you put Batman, you put nipples on the costume. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. So, yeah, I think that's why I didn't end up doing the third film. So I think it's hilarious and it's 100 percent true. I think Michael Keaton did an amazing job on Batman, Batman Returns. And then all of a sudden, Joel, Joel Schumacher took over and just with Batman Forever and Batman Robin was a completely different tone and take. Right. You know, actually, <clears throat> I'm looking I, whenever I think about the bat nipples, I always think of uh, Batman and Robin, not so much Batman Forever. And I'm looking you know val kilmer in the bat suit and yeah they're there for sure the nipples are they're not as pronounced as they were in batman and robin like in batman and robin it's like they held ice cubes to his nipples in, the, in that suit but uh mm -hmm. yeah damn man that shit was weird yeah pretty crazy stuff so uh that was just a quick little article that we found i thought it was funny to to discuss here on the podcast but uh let's get into some trailers there's a ton of stuff that dropped this week we're going to start off course with the black adam trailer we finally got the full release and i feel like dc kind of did like a trying to do a one-up because of course this week it released on the same day as episode four of obi-wan kenobi same day as ms marvel episode one over on disney plus so you know trying to pull some steam back trying to get that trending you know whether it's twitter hashtag or on yahoo whatever it is um, Zach, why don't you go first? What did you think of the trailer for the first full length trailer that we got? So it was good. I mean, the, the teaser was really awesome. I mean, just even mm -hmm. the teaser we had, what, I don't know, months ago at this point, um, was really cool seeing the rock. You know, I don't care if he changed his name to Dwayne Johnson. He's always going to be the rock, right? Mm -hmm. So the rock is black. Adam looked awesome. Um, we got a little bit more into story in this one. Like we were getting a little better idea of kind of what their plot line is going to be and where's it going. We obviously got first looks pretty much of the supporting cast the jsa if mm -hmm. you will like a better look i mean obviously we kind of saw him before but we got to see him a little bit more like in action and close up um 
a lot of, uh, oh man, um, mind blank right now, Dr. Fate. Yep. I thought it was really cool kind of having him like narrate. He, it seems like he's playing somewhat of like the mentor role to Black Adam a little bit, which is cool. Um, yep. Pierce Brosnan, goddamn, can't believe I forgot his name. And um, yeah, it looks good, dude. It, it looks it looks very um, serious, which I I'm good with, man. Like that's what DC. I've I've been saying it for years. DC needs to lean heavier into that. Don't try to follow the route of Marvel and do the comedy, which I know you you would appreciate. Mm, but so um, much. But yeah, dude, it looks good. It looks really good. I had my doubts ahead of time, you know, about Black Adam being like a, a main star, but. It looks awesome. Yeah, uh, really? I definitely, I loved it. You know, the the one, the one. Let's just kind of take the one con or the one takeaway that I didn't like. But again, it's it's fine. And every superhero doesn't have a cape, so it's just weird, like seeing the Rock fly with no cape, right? Gotcha. Like it's okay when we'd see like Superman flying or Doctor Strange or you know any of the other characters in in superhero world or superhero life. And it's just weird when you don't have him with a cape <laughs> on and he's like flying next to like the F 16s and like. But yeah, the trailer is awesome. You know, Dr. Fate and it almost like he does like a, a magic thing, kind of like the mirror verse, like you get mm-hmm. a quick shot of him. Uh, my favorite line in the trailer is when, you know, he, he talks about his history and uh, how he, you know, he died and now he's like, and now I kneel before no one. And right. I'm like, oh, that's so badass, like totally taking a thing from like Zod. But I think all the characters are great. Like Cyclone, you get a nice couple shots of her, uh, Adam Smasher. Uh, Dr. Fate, of course, Hawkman looks oh, badass. Okay. And, some, and these are characters that are so old in the DC, you know, comics that you're finally bringing them forward, right? right. They're like no name. A lot of these like Cyclone and Adam Smasher, I would think are like, those are like the D list characters, right? Yeah, that, C like, or D list for sure. Yeah, they are way down on the bottom. You know, mid tier is definitely Dr. Fate and Hawkman. They've been around forever. They've been in the Justice League. Right. So Hawkman always so underutilized, man. So underutilized. Um, yeah, I will say this though about the cape thing that whatever the cloak he's wearing though looks badass. Like, whenever mm-hmm. he's wearing that like duster cloak, and he, it almost makes him look it's cool because you know, Black Adam Shazam, there's the magic element, and it really mm-hmm. makes him kind of look like a wizard in a yep. way, not to like dumb it down, but it does make him kind of look wizardy, you know. Um, <laughs> he looks yeah. like the, the buffest wizard of all time. <laughs> it's like he's uh, a wizard eight five Gandalfs, you know. Yes, yeah, S- Sam Wilson, he's a wizard. You know, like, yeah, like uh, Frodo, ba- like uh, what's his not Frodo, like, um, Gandalf, <laughs> Gandalf, yeah. yeah, 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 man, it it looks really good. So, so uh, I'm definitely excited for it. It's definitely going to be awesome coming out October 21st. So let's Wait, kind of uh, before, before you move on, su- surprise, surprise note on this topic since we're talking about DCEU movie. How about Ezra Miller getting in trouble again? Dude? Oh God. This we is keep our talking about this. So we have to, this is like the fifth time he's gotten arrested or some shit. Yes. Like what was this one? He gave drugs to someone or something? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he was arrested. No, yeah. He was selling drugs to, uh, like a minor, like a, a girl. Yeah. Or I think that's what it was. To a minor and then something else. Yeah. We got to talk about this because this dude, it's just the worst person on the it's wild man it's absolutely wild the things that are going on with ezra miller like i'm sure you know we talked we we obviously talked about it the first time around um so he's been accused of supplying an underage girl with alcohol marijuana and lsd as well as physically physically harming the minor um the parents have asked the courts to issue an order of protection for miller on behalf of their daughter like 
there's something about cult-like behavior, like him, Ezra Miller. Okay, so here it is. Parents of 18-year-old activist accuse Ezra Miller of grooming daughter with cult-like behavior. Dude. I mean, you got to be like at Warner Brothers. They just have to be like sitting there every time something happens. They're like, oh, no. You know, like they're just – I read another article not too long ago how they were – um, they just couldn't – there had been talk, obviously. There had been mm-hmm. talk and consideration on like – Hey, maybe we recast or like refilm some of like the flash with a new actor, but they had gone so far, spent so much money. It would have been like astronomical to try to switch it at this point. Um, yeah, he's definitely done as flash, like without a doubt, they got to reshoot and kill him or something or like a alternate version. They need to take a page out of Marvel and, and for once and like alternate version of him. bring in fucking Grant Gustin as like alternate flash and take yeah. over well he doesn't even want to do you know they're they're kind of trying to wrap up that too you know we, we've kind of right. briefly talked about that that you know they're going to wrap it up soon it's just like how you're going to do it um yeah they're either just going to have to bring in like a wally west and go forward or completely yeah. just reboot the the multiverse and he'll be he'll be uh barry allen but he'll remember everything like so it'll be like a flashpoint like redo new 52 type of thing god man the guy's a shit show dude Oh, totally, totally. So uh, moving on to our next topic, and this is still going on. Um, It started two days ago on the 7th. Um, It actually ends on the 11th is Netflix Geeked Week. So everything, if you're following YouTube, and of course, like once they start talking about things, they immediately get dropped as trailers, and then immediately there's articles all about it. But I mean, there's so much going on right now with Netflix. Um, Of course, the biggest things you have the season three of uh, umbrella academy you have season three of lock and key you have season two of sweet tooth they were talking about there was tons of other you know not only just comic book related stuff but trailers that were dropping like documentaries uh, movies series there's just so much mm-hmm. and there's so much that probably is still going to be even shown um you know warrior nun season two we haven't seen that in about two years but the biggest one was our first oh and even resident evil and i'm excited for that but uh the biggest one was sandman um, this is something that we've talked about here on the podcast before as they were signing actors and actresses, like who they were going to be playing, you know, what were they going to look like? And now we got our first full length trailer on this and I absolutely love it. I know nothing of the vertigo Sandman. I tried to dabble in some of it here mm-hmm. and there when they like would reboot it over the past 10 years or do like a couple like one shots or, you know, some of the characters end up showing in these like DC events, but I am full into this i think some of the characters look so badass um i don't really know any of the actors that are shown in the show but there's a lot of cool characters that from what i've been reading that are are definitely just like their counterpart their comic book counterparts so uh, i'm excited for that it starts over the summer zach what about you what do you think about this one I, i'm right with you i don't know i've never read the um sandman stuff by neil gaiman gaiman however you pronounce his name um i'm pretty pumped the visuals on that trailer oh my god dude i mean the visuals of that show if they keep it up it, it looks amazing mm-hmm. um yeah it honestly kind of makes me want i mean i'm gonna be honest with you stuff like uh sandman i know it's a little bit more um for lack of a better word highbrow type comic book you know a little mm-hmm. bit more existential and that's it's not really my thing uh, you know i kind of like the easy escape and the superhero shit you know occasionally some some boom studios but um i do it's giving me kind of a a desire to go read some of the Sandman stuff. Um, I like Neil Gaiman. I'm not a massive fan, but I can respect like his, 
his artistry, if you will. I mean, the guy's great, great writer. So yeah, it looks awesome. Um, you were talking about actors and actresses. You got uh, Captain Phasma is playing Lucifer, right? And like Brienne, who also played Brienne in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's playing. Like, yeah, they, they changed that up from obviously because yeah. I think they wanted to get away from the Lucifer that was on um, both Fox and then Netflix. Right. So, you know, that's completely changing. I know they even changed up kind of the the Jean, uh, the not John, yeah, um, Joanna Constantine, right? Well, Joanna Constantine is in yeah. Sandman, so she does appear mm. uh, only in like that Sandman universe. And is that like his granddaughter like, or who is it? Who's what's yeah, it's like something, John? it's like, yeah, it's like older Constantine, like she's from like the 17 or 1800s oh so before okay yeah way before john gotcha um, gotcha so it, that's like that is part of the uh the vertigo universe um obviously they, they changed up the race for death and i mean i was really looking forward to seeing death you know a pale pale girl like dark mm-hmm. hair but you have um kirby batista who's playing her she, you know she's an african-american actress and she's a cool actress i liked her in cruella she played like the one of Cruella's friends who ends up being like the photographer. Oh um, yeah. Works okay. for like the, um, like the, the newspaper. And yeah. she, you know, she's a, she's a pretty, you know, she's a pretty girl. I think she's going to be uh pretty awesome as death. Cause she's my, she's like my one favorite character in the whole Sandman universe. So like anytime I see like cool covers, like mm-hmm. I always try to grab them and pick them up. Um, But yeah, then you have all the different things like, yeah, you know, you obviously you have Morpheus, you have desire. There's a ton of other characters. The Corinthian. Are, yeah. Supposed to show up. Yeah yeah so, it looks great dude i mean like i said visually holy hell man yeah it's insane. and i and that's the best thing is that like you and i we've never read it so mm-hmm. for us to just go in it's it's completely open for us yeah you know there was a lot of like you said a lot of good stuff came out on the netflix thing um the geek tweak and uh pretty exciting you know netflix is kind of i don't know man it's kind of been stagnant recently you know and then of course they drop like uh well, recently you obviously had Stranger Things and like I said, Umbrella Academy is coming out, Locked and Key final season. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like before that, shit, there hadn't been like a, a ton on Netflix that I was really wanting to watch. No, they just yeah. released that third season of uh, Love Kill Robots. Uh, well, I should say season three on that. But, you know, again, we're going to be dropping this episode on obviously June 10th. They're still going to be doing it on June 10th and 11th. So, um, I know they teased a new follow-up series for Masters of the Universe called Re- mm-hmm. Revelations, yeah. I believe it was called. Um, yeah. So there's Re- probably uh, other no, things. Revolution. Revolution. Oh, Revolutions. Okay, Revelations. Yeah, Revelations. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's going to be tons of stuff that we're probably going to be talking about maybe next week if they drop a trailer or announce something. So, did you, you know, see even the Resident Evil of... series looks good. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry. Go ahead. No, what'd you say? Did you see ra- randomly on Nickelodeon as well? They got the first season of uh, the Nickelodeon Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, which is not amazing dude amazing show so good so good but i don't know why they only dropped um only season one for whatever reason so i'll have to take a look at that yeah you gotta check it out awesome all right so uh before we get out of our tv and movie stuff let's kind of uh real quick this is this is really going under the radar and i think people are going to be really surprised at this of course last week the boys season three started uh we're going to be getting paper girls finally so Image Comics, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, Paper Girls is going to be dropping upcoming on July 29th over at Amazon Prime. Uh, they had a little bit of a teaser trailer a few weeks ago, kind of a full trailer. But, you know, the four girls in the show, it's kind of a kind of like a Stranger Things meets time warping. Right. You Have you ever read? Um, I'm not. No, not familiar with Paper Girls. Oh, OK. 
Um, so I think this is a good show for, probably for you because I know you're you're a fan of the Stranger Things stuff. So yeah, um, instead of you know, there's four girls, there's time time manipulation and stuff that goes on. They have like mysteries solved. It's very interesting. It's a, I think it's like what it's like thirty issues if I'm not mistaken. I I have a few of the issue number ones I've been you know sitting on for a while. So definitely going to be an interesting story i think and uh i don't know how many seasons it's going to go but obviously i hope with only having 30 issues they'll be able to do a complete run of that mm -hmm. uh that series sorry did you say it's animated or not no 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 live action live action okay yep yep yeah i'll check that out yeah like i mean just like sam man you know it's always kind of fun to uh to go into these because sometimes you know you go into the shows where you've read the books and and it's sometimes it can be hard to enjoy it because you love the source material so much. So and mm -hmm. the reverse obviously is nice as well, where you can go into with no expectations and just try to enjoy this format of the story. So, yeah. And I think that's a lot of what's coming out, like, especially, you know, like, you know, we talked about it last week and even the week, like the boys, like I've never read the boys, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things like with Sandman I've never read. So, and I'm sure a lot of people are like that. There's a lot of people that are, like you said, you know, you're into your superheroes. You're into, right. you know, maybe some more of the sci-fi horror stuff. You're not into the stuff that's been going on that is obviously in development or in um, that's coming out. So the fact that you can just go in and I could go in with you know, nothing in there, I'm sure it's like, it's a lot better, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, except, I mean the boys i read the boys and it's, well, it's amazing and this in the show is i but i like the different take it's great like you can watch you can read the boys yeah it's, obviously it's not the same across the board for every series right and your beloved like characters it, sometimes it can be different but something like the boys it's like look i enjoyed the whole issues and series of the comic of the boys it was so good and then the show comes out and it's like it's almost like I get to do it all over again. And it's a whole new story of the boys, you know, and I have a general mm -hmm. idea and it's fun again. It's like, Oh cool. Like, yeah, don't follow the main story. Kind of do your own thing. And I'm not really invested in the boys necessarily. So I love it. Um, then obviously that doesn't always work. Right. Oh no. But this season you've seen all three episodes. Oh my God. Dude, I can't <laughs> wait till we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be fun to talk about this series. Uh, and I, and we've talked about the other two series as well. So first right. two seasons. So, um we're definitely going to be interested in uh i don't know how many episodes this is is it uh, eight or ten I, I haven't even looked up so i feel like it usually it's eight yeah um, we'll obviously we'll do our mid-season and final final review once it's done but yeah that first first episode was wild. <laughs> let's see eight episodes each season. okay yeah. so yeah we got this week and then so well next week's episode or next week we'll talk about our mid-season review on on jesus the boys um so let's talk so we're talking comic books funny even thinking about it right now. i know it's so bad uh it's it's really bad yeah i'm afraid for like because i know like my parents watch every now and then they'll throw on like certain shows and they'll ask me about it and i'm just like so like i don't know man they're gonna watch that episode and i'm be like oh god i'm looking at the uh the episode count right now and i i didn't realize i mean i knew i'd read about it and i just wasn't really paying attention but the sixth episode is gonna be hero gasm holy hell bro Oh, that's right. Yes. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yep. All right. Anyway. I'm excited to see Soldier Boy. I, yeah. I really more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So since we're talking about comics, let's kind of move over to our comic book section. Uh this one's coming over from bleedingcool.com. This one just dropped today on June 9th. So DC to publish official DCEU prequel comics to the Black Adam movie. So of course we were just talking about the Black Adam trailer. Uh, but we're actually beginning five separate or four, five separate installments of 
one shots that are leading up to the Black Adam movie. So um, these are the first official installments of a comic book prequel to the blockbuster film of Black Adam, which is something that we really don't ever see on the DC side. Mm -hmm. We usually get these in Marvel, which, you know, they kind of go under the radar, but they are Black Adam and the Justice Society files focusing on different people. So the first one that's going to be coming out is Hawkman, um, written by Cav our buddy Kevin Scott, of course, from Star Wars fame yep. right now. Um, of course, you're going to get Cyclone, you're going to get Dr. Fate, Adam Smasher, and the, the Black Adam. Um, I'm excited for these because obviously they come with normal cover, like an A and a B cover, but of course the variant cover is the you know photo of the movie right and the right cover look, b right yeah oh yeah and yeah. they look great like they do if, especially if you know obviously cgc or whoever like they announced anytime there, there's actor actresses to you know for signings i really like some of these some mm -hmm. of these covers the the pierce brosnan one where he's just kind of in the suit and holding the helmet of dr fate is is a badass cover you know say what you will about dc you know whatever your opinion is or whatever on comics one thing that you can never say DC does wrong is that cover B, that cardstock book on every title, every title is so good. I mean, not saying the art's always good, but like if you are a fan of that cover B variant, mm -hmm. that cardstock is so good, man. It's such a great like way to preserve your comic. You know what I mean? Oh, always yeah. It looks so good. And it's typically, it should be, you know, right out of the gate. It's, it's like mint, it's like a mint book. It's right exactly at least and it's a nine six or better nine eight or better if cgc ever wanted to give you a nine nine or a ten mm -hmm. but yeah those are those are the best like they they barely have i've never had an issue i think getting one of those uh you know i've yeah. sent a ton into cgc and i always come back a nine eight like i don't even need to look it over i'm just like yeah i'm sure it's a nine eight like and it's just so minimal too it's almost like a it, it is almost a virgin cover a lot of times like the trade mm -hmm. dress is so minimal it's it's all about the art and that i think they and they've been doing that for like two or three years now and it's great but um yeah these are cool man i mean like i'll probably pick these up uh just to kind of get an idea of who the characters are before the movie starts you know obviously it's not in continuity with like the dc universe of comics but um i don't know much about cyclone so like that's kind of one i'm really interested in reading um but yeah, dude, I think these are, these are, this is a good idea. I think this is a good move on DC's part. Yeah. And just so obvious, and I'm sure they're going to talk, I, I, we're not retailers. So, you know, the retailers usually know more than this, but if they don't know, DC is also making these comics fully returnable. So hoping to preserve the fact that, you know, they can, you know, meet the demand if people want it. And of course, if it doesn't sell, then you go ahead and, you know, you ship it back and you get yourself a refund. So yeah, um, that's cool. That's always the best thing, especially with some books that they that they have the ability to do that. And I think just being able, like I said, you know, getting to know some of these characters because, yeah, they are going to be completely different than from their comic book counterparts. Like mm -hmm. Cyclone is completely different from what I've seen. I remember her in like the Justice Society of America, like when Alex Ross did all those covers in like the early 2000s. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. I, she's got a completely different costume, like very like almost futuristic compared to her yeah, comic book she, counterpart. She almost kind of looks like Green Lanternish a little bit. Mm -hmm. I thought, but yeah, she still looks good. Yeah, same same name. You know, it's it's Maxine Hunkel from uh, for the Justice Society. So, you know, we'll see. And then of course you have uh, Adriana Tomas who kind of shows up in that trailer as well. So we're thinking, you know, we'll maybe we'll get her as Isis at the end, but or maybe a different character name because they may not use the name Isis. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. They all go on sale. Um, right around July, they start July 7th, uh, July 5th is the first one. And then it goes every month until 
the end of October when um, Black Adam comes out. So cool. Um, and then we have one more comic book article. I think Zach's got this one. What do we got on the Marvel side, man? Yeah. So also from Bleeding Cool here, we got uh, Marvel is now exclusive with Penguin and Random House for bookstores as well. So um, I'm not going to read it word for word, but if you know, if everyone knows the past couple of years have been since COVID really, things with publishers and distribution have been kind of all across the board with DC and Marvel and whatnot and diamond and everything. Um, but recently, you know, Marvel had just been not just their comic books were through penguin random house and their like hard covers and collected editions were, um, kind of coming through somewhere else through hatchet. But, you know, now they're kind of solidifying and going all through Ping- penguin random house, which should be good for comic book stores. I know that some comic book stores are, are utilizing diamond as like a third party distributor now because you can you can go through diamond you can get everything you want minus the dc stuff but i think it costs them a little bit extra to do that so um, this might even the playing field or it might make it a little bit easier for the comic shops um i know my shop my guy i talk to all the time he you know constantly talks about how big of a pain in the ass it is to order now from all these different places i mean obviously back in the day it was it was all diamond um and now you got it kind of spread out over the place. So I think it'll be good. I'm also a big fan of, I don't like monopolies in general. So I like the fact there's different places to shop from and, you know, give the LCS as like a, a chance, like thing, you know, to shop around and get good deals, better shipping, whatever, you know, do your best. So, um, but yeah, I might clear it up a little bit. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's great because especially with retailers, uh, you know, they they need to eat and uh i think right. the idea with marvel just putting everything with penguin is is the way to go you know we've we've seen so many issues between with diamond and and penguin random house just right i mean people love you know the way the way it comes through is just so much better than dealing with how diamond was and uh, i always forget who's um who's dc with right now because whoever they are, they do it right. Like yeah. my shop always talks about how the DC books, uh, I'm like almost, almost sometimes a week in advance, dude. So, oh, lunar, lunar. That's right. Yeah, yeah. lunar is the one. I knew and it was they, like something to do with like moons. I just couldn't think. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude, I, I've heard like no complaints from the shop about uh, like lunar and whatnot. So, and mm-hmm. Penguin obviously has been around for a really long time. So I mean, they're a well-known company, and you know, give it some time. Hopefully, any kinks that were previous that were there previously will kind of be worked out so yeah and then i'll start that that's going to start all next year so yeah we're still like a, a year away from the final you know transition but at least you know it's something to look forward to for for marvel and penguin mm-hmm. um and then just one other quick article of course you know this is something that we've talked about you know here here on the on the podcast and i know zach's kind of gearing up for this but uh over at Bleeding Cool Marvel, and Kieran Gillian is giving us a naked Iron Man for Judgment Day. So Kieran Gillian is going to be writing three additional uh, AXE, which is Avengers, X-Men, and Eternals, Judgment Day one-shots for Marvels, and he's talking about basically stripping down Iron Man of his armor like never before. So um, interesting me, news. So me, I don't let know. Let me what, caveat that. I'm not looking forward or gearing up for naked Iron Man. That's kind no. of how, when you said it that way, I'm, I'm looking forward to this event. Yes. But you worded that I, like I'm ready for a naked Iron Man. And that is not the case. I, 
thought you would be cool to see Tony Stark's slang. You know, they 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 showed the bat wang in in. Well, I'm um, curious. Batman I Day, mean, so. I'm 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 curious about it, <laughs> but then yeah, I'm not gearing up for it. But yeah, man. Yeah, this is going to be a a really cool event. You know, obviously they had the pr- the preview in Free Comic Book Day, but you know, with the AXE uh, one shots, Karen Gillan's going to be writing them, and both Zach and I are big uh, Gillan fans, so uh, I'm excited to see this with you know, coming out later in the year, they're all coming out in October, um, all written by him, which is great because, you know, being able to keep all once, you know, symmetry story across all the different characters is really awesome. And of course it's all connecting covers for each of those. So, uh, looking forward to that, Zach, you know, I, I know you're kind of caught up on Eternals. Have they been, especially in all these series, are they really gearing up for this event? They're getting there. I mean, they're not, um, I wouldn't say the titles are quite, there yet you did have a little in eternals and avengers you had like a like a little brief scuffle between the two teams but i think we're still i think it's july right it starts in july i think we're still like a month Mm -hmm. away where we're kind of we're getting there um but yeah it's i mean everything's kind of going that route but uh man it's gonna be good and honestly like all three of these titles are just amazing right now you got jason aaron on uh Avengers, you got Karen Gillan on Eternals, and then you have oh god, I don't even know. I mean, who's writing X Men right now? There's a bunch of different writers, so obviously the different titles. Is Rosenberg writing it or no? Uh, I'm trying to think who's writing Immortal X Men and just X Men. I can't remember. It's embarrassing. That's all right. You're there, there's so much things that we're reading. Oh, did you did you see that um, Dan Slot is going to be coming off of uh, Fantastic Four soon? No, and I, you know what? I, I I read his run up until I kind of just got back, and I not didn't stop for any reason. They've got this whole mm-hmm. reckoning war thing going on with Fantastic Four, and I'm a, I'm a couple issues behind on that one. But um, I don't know, man. Did you want to talk about that for a second? Like, what what are your thoughts? So, on I stuff? mean, I haven't really read any of it, but I know. So, I think it's uh, either 45 or 46 is right around there that he's coming off it's actually it's in august i remember i was reading a couple days ago or a day ago that he's going to be getting off of that so i mean i don't know anything anything? um i'm sure it's just to you know change it up maybe that's just his story like Hmm. maybe they're ending the maybe they're ending that series and they're going to restart it um but yeah it's going to be really interesting with uh i know i thought i saw something that said um, there was a preview that said Dan Slott's groundbreaking run comes to a starting conclusion with a revelation years in the making. Oh, episode, issue number 46. So yeah, I guess maybe it is um, the final issue, but mm. oh, but it does say that it is solicited to at least 50. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, dude. Fantastic Four is tough, man. It is tough. And I know there's a lot of I'm, I'm not I'm a, I'm a Fantastic Four fan, but I think it's a tough issue, a tough title to write. They don't they're not that relatable anymore, to be honest with you. Like, just nothing has really changed with the Fantastic Four in years. Um, I mean, keep in mind they killed them off for the longest time and didn't and they didn't have a title for almost two or three years. And I think that's you know that's probably the biggest struggle right now too with how they're going to be brought in the MCU because I don't know, man. It's just it's kind of I don't know if it's sad to say, but the whole like family dynamic isn't really appealing anymore. It's just very vanilla kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the they did like those mini series, like the invisible woman and the thing like sold, like I've heard more stuff being spoken about that than the fantastic four run. Like, I feel like nobody right. ever talks about the fantastic four run, unless it's like a cool variant, whoever is on it, but that doesn't really change anything like early 
I feel like the Fantastic Four had some stuff going, but mm-hmm. yeah, I really haven't heard anybody or even like even at my LCS, like people banging down the doors to get Fantastic Four every month. It's tough too, because I mean, this is this is the problem. This is something I've spoken about a ton of times is their main villain is Dr. Doom, who is consistently bought, brought back in as like a, like a moderate anti-hero. And he's mm-hmm. the most appealing villain they have. You know, then they have these other guys. Don't get, I mean, they got Kang. They got good villains. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying their other villains aren't good, but obviously Doom is their best. And he's kind of like Marvel tiptoes around whether they, you know, they want to make him bad or not. Like <laughs> my, my fear in the MCU is we'll get Doom and he's going to end up being like a Loki. You know Ooh. what I mean? Like starts oh. off bad, ends up good, anti-hero. And it's just, it ruins it, man. It ruins it. Marvel, the MCU does a ton of things right. The one thing they do wrong is their villains. They mm. ruin their villains. They're one and dones. Um, so you got characters like Magneto and you got characters like Doom that are long-standing villains that there's a fear about them being brought in, in my opinion. So I don't know, man. I don't know what it is about Fantastic Four. It's just tough. I yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens after issue 50 if they're going to reboot it or... But right now, at least they're, they're... I mean, they're saying they're solicited to at least issue 50, so maybe it'll end and maybe we just don't have a title for a while. And <laughs> Again. It, yeah. Again. But that's what it is. Like, FF, yeah. Like, remember when it was... Yeah, when it was called FF and there was like a weird group on there and then, of course, then they brought back the Fantastic Four and Oh yeah, you're talking Future Foundation when they had like the yeah the Future Foundation team. Yeah, More it was just team. odd. Yeah. It's just been such a. I feel like Fantastic Four hasn't been good. I mean, like I think Ultimate Fantastic Four, like that run, mm-hmm. it was, was good, very well done. It's because you got to shake it up, man. I mean, it's just, dude. The leader of the team is honestly one of the most boring characters in the Marvel universe. Like his powers are not that awesome, and then he's just a big brain. And for big brain, this dude sure as shit can't figure out how to turn his best friend back from being a rock monster. Like, <laughs> I mean, this guy's doing like quantum teleportation and everything else. He's like, how do I get my buddy back? Like, you know, it's, it's obviously just, I don't know, dude, it's you and none of the characters have really aged well in terms of like, um, you know, you have Reed is the, the smart guy who just can't get it done and always kind of like messes up his life. I feel like Sue has never got his, her like, due diligence as well either like she's mm-hmm. always kind of in Reed's shadow she's the mother figure of the group and never been allowed to go on her own johnny's the playboy and things the lovable loyal rock monster you know like yeah maybe a shake-up would be good they maybe that's what it is you know they've we've seen it already like in the mcu you know they've really changed up characters a mm-hmm. little bit and i feel like people have taken to their newer personas so yeah maybe changing them up in the comics to bring them forward into the movie. So yeah, people actually can understand it and relate to it a little bit. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta do something, dude. Um, they gotta change them up a little bit and maybe it's even team. I mean, honestly, you think about fantastic four and one of the best, the best runs was when you had the new fantastic four, where it was like, uh, what Hulk, Spider-Man, Wolverine and ghost Rider. Mm. I remember that in the nineties. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Um, I don't know, man, they got to figure something out. So definitely, um, so of course, since we're already talking comics, of course, the last topic on tonight's agenda is what are we currently reading? So, Zach, what are you currently reading? So, uh, honorable mention this week, and I know we've both kind of talked about it as we've been <clears throat> moving forward through the through the past couple months, but Dark Knights of Steel, 
really really fun title sword and sorcery alternate universe for dc um really fun issue seven just came out it's going to be a 12 issue series they had that that one one that one one shot right and then Mm -hmm. um i don't know if they'll end up doing more because i think there's a lot of success with this and a lot of things you could explore but it's really fun so if you're looking for something you know singular that you don't have to have like a lot of backstory check it out really good um, but I think my pick of the week this week is going to be Oblivion Song 36. So Robert Kirkman's run on Oblivion Song came to an end this week in the final issue 36. And it was really good. There's been some, um, it's been a good run in general. I didn't feel very um, connected to it, I guess, like invested in it. Some of the characters, you know, the artwork was good, but it's kind of also kind of they're aliens with no faces. So sometimes it was hard to distinguish between which alien was which alien. And uh, I do kind of think that maybe it could have been a tighter, more concise story and like a shorter, like less than 36 issues, maybe something like 25. But all in all, this last issue was fantastic. I mean, probably the best issue of the whole series, in my opinion. Um, The way they kind of rounded out the story, the way they ended it was really perfect, really poignant. And, um, it was good. It's good. And then, you know, even at the end, there's like words from the the, the creators and whatnot. And Kirkman even mentions something along the lines of like, hey, this this is the end of the comic, but this may not be the end of uh, Oblivion Song. You know, and mm-hmm. we all hear the rumors about Jake Gyllenhaal and, and movie or TV or whatever they're going to end up doing with it. So, um, yeah, pick of the week, Oblivion Song 36, wrapping it out. Nice. Yeah, um, I haven't read that series in so long. I probably dropped off after after like issue five. But so why did you? I'm curious. I'm curious. I just think I was at a time where there was so much coming out, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't continue with all the indie stuff that I was buying and Marvel and DC and right. So I, I think I kind of just like dropped it because I did have you know the first five issues. I had like the cover A, the cover B, like the pink or green variants for like issue two and three. There was like a frog variant. Mm-hmm. It, it was just I had them and I just I stopped. So gotcha. Cause that was kind of like when the, I would say the first 12 issues were pretty, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle, it dipped a little, you know? So yeah, I kind of did like the first story arc and then I kind of was just like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm yeah. With it, so. Cool. What do you got? So, um, interesting series. And I'm, I'm sure you're kind of been picking this up for my honorable mention. The, the newest volume for Savage Avengers mm-hmm. is, uh, I don't know. Did you read both issues yet? Or yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, very interesting story. We talked about this probably a few months ago regarding the upcoming series. So Savage Avengers, um, basically it starts off with Deathlock, you know, trying to find this time displaced uh, Conan and then they end up fighting. But in that in that uh, vicinity, there's also all these other heroes and villains like like Dark uh, Cloak and Dagger in there, Devil Dinosaur. You got Weapon H um, as well as Anti-Venom, Black Knight, just to name a few. So of course the first issue is all about them fighting and kind of going against Deathlock. But what happens is by the end of issue one and into this latest issue that just came out this week, that they're, they were all sent back in time to back to where Conan's from, like his timeline era. So um, really interesting dynamic between like all these characters, because they're all like, obviously they're not used to it. So, and also them not working together is great. Right. right? Cause you know, this is not, these are not teams. This is not something that, we've seen and especially you know you were big on the savage avengers volume one like yeah it was really that team was like wild and i still and i think this is like another team that's like very displaced like this is not a team that you'd see any type of cohesion coherent like 
you know stability with but i liked it i liked it a lot like uh you know black knight's cool and of course with weapon h you kind of see him in a different uh what's he like a different not species but he changes right yeah so you get a little you get some upgrades on him yeah and i and i like cloak and dagger i think uh they're an interesting thing and interesting team and of course flash thompson is and as anti-venom is is a badass and he's always been a cool character like when they did the rick remender uh, venom run as well so um that's kind of my honorable mention but my pick of the week and you know it's it's definitely dc stuff so the dark crisis dark crisis number one came out you know i read the uh prelude especially with the the free comic book day but i thought this issue issue was pretty funny you have jonathan kent obviously you know superman kind of going around to the heroes and asking (laughs) them if they'll join the uh the justice league and uh you know a lot of people are like yes a lot of people are no a lot of people are like wait really you want me like that's so cool um I, i my favorite is of course you know like him talking to you know this is a spoiler but him talking to uh yara flora and uh you know, her basically saying, no, like, um, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, she's like, I just became wonder girl. Like, I don't want to be your wonder woman. Right. And, uh, I just think it's, it's pretty badass. And then, um, some, who, I don't know who the Batman is in this, right. It's, um, Oh God, what's his name? Um, it's Luke Fox's son. Oh, it is him. Oh no, it is Luke. It's Luke Fox. Yeah. Okay. It's Luke Fox. So there was the, there's Luke Fox, and then there's the other son, J- Jace. I think mm-hmm. I kind of stopped. I kind of stopped reading those, but this one I believe is is Luke Fox. Okay, yeah, I just couldn't figure it out because they really don't say. You know, they have the the back and forth banter between Batman and and um, Superman, and but, he's in uh, New York too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so whatever. By the end of the issue, you do have you know who your newest Justice League members are, and of course it's it's an interesting it's an interesting group and. Uh, I don't want to spoil it because some things happen and somebody dies. You think he's dead? Yeah, there's a really, I don't want to say what, because I don't want to spoil it either. But one of the characters I'm really excited about to join the Justice League, um, a female Justice League is fine, but say it again. I think who you're going to say is fine. I just think uh, who died is. Oh, yeah. Dr. Light. I'm pretty excited to see what they do with her. I mean, she hasn't Mm -hmm. like. She doesn't get a lot of game time. I'm always, I always like these new characters that haven't been around for a while, you know, and kind of come to the forefront and see what they do. So, mm-hmm. well, even I Blue Beetle cool. too. I feel like yeah. they kind of put him in there. He hasn't been around for a while either. So, uh, it's a cool team. I could do without Harley Quinn. God damn it, dude. <laughs> of course. It's like, the, like, dude, Harley Quinn is so, I mean, there's no news to everyone. She's the Deadpool of the DC universe. She's just yeah. everywhere and so obnoxious. Yeah. Not so, I mean, I guess, you know, we could, uh, I, I mean, so the justice league, obviously not really a spoiler. It's going to be when Say they it. do the yeah. new justice league. So it's obviously Supergirl's back. You have blue beetle. You have, like you said, Dr. Light, um, aqua lad, who's now Aquaman, Harley Quinn, Robin, Damien, you have, uh, the other, you have both the old blue beetle, the new <laughs> blue beetle, uh, booster gold, um, Frankenstein and killer frost yeah. are your, are your team members. So, it's a cool team. It's very it's diverse, except for the two blue beetles. But you know, it's uh <laughs> they're always together, booster gold and, the, and blue beetles. The two super yeah. the super people, but uh yeah. I like I um cool team. I did like how in the issue, um they kind of like kick Naomi, you know, they kind of kick Naomi to the curb in a way. Like yes. you know, like oh, is like no longer writing it. I was gonna ask you what your how your feelings were. That it's felt fine. like a dig, dude. That felt like a dig, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah. That, that felt like a total dig. Um, where they're just like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they're like, yeah, because your last run was horrible. But uh, but there's also like one, and this is the only thing that bothered me about this issue. If you if you go back and read it, there's that one shot. There's a, the one panel that has all the villains, and okay. yeah. there's one of the characters looks like Harley Quinn with yeah. all the villains. I know who you're talking about, and I wasn't sure who that was either, and I was kind of confused by that. Yeah, it um, really that was the only thing that bothered me because it's I feel like it's definitely her. Like it's a woman, blonde hair, same thing. Like on. kind of the, I got it right here. I gotta pull it up and look at it now. Like it's the red armor, like she's blowing bubble gum. Like that's totally like a Harley thing. Yeah. Like the guns. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. And I feel like yeah, it was definitely it? Harley. That's the only thing that bothered you know me. Who about I think this it is? is it Cupid? Uh, but isn't Cupid more of like a bow and arrow? A bow and arrow, yeah, but she's kind of got a Cupid look to her. Hmm. That's the only thing that bothered me about this issue, but that's a cool scene too. With um, obviously, we're not going to spoil it. Go ahead and read. If you go ahead and pick up the Dark Crisis number one, I think it's a badass issue. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if that character who looks like dies actually dies. So um, right. we'll have to see for uh, issue two and going forward. I mean, I've not been a big fan of this character for a really long time, so I wouldn't mind <laughs> him kind of <laughs> kicking the bucket, I guess. So, um. Real quick, let's talk about at the end of uh, all the DC books this week. There's been the DC, there's a splash panel of DC celebrates George Perez that like um, with all the characters. Yes. Um, really cool, really cool stuff. And it looks like they have, uh, I'm looking at it right now. They got different artists, all kind of, I guess, drawing characters that he worked on. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. It's like the, all the like the Crisis on Infinite Earth stuff, like the Teen Titans stuff. It's but it's all yeah it's all different artists though it's not just yep. all it's not him mm -hmm. so really cool and then you got george sitting there in the front obviously um really strong really strong stuff here man i mean i thought it was cool yeah no no i'm sure they'll and i'm sure they're gonna do something for like neil adams probably in like a month or two as well right. like all, yeah. the, all the batman stuff so um yeah definitely uh rest in peace uh, george perez and neil adams so Yep. So yeah, that's a good pick. That's I actually kind of figured you were gonna pick that one. Um, there was a lot that came out like b between DC and Marvel. Like I didn't know what, and even like the, on the indie side, there was some decent indie stuff this week. So you know, um, I figured to go with the DC thing, and especially like I said, this new this new Savage Avengers run is, is pretty is pretty cool as well. So it's fun, yeah. So. But that's it for us um, here at the Comic-Con podcast. Like I said, uh, make sure if you're listening to this early enough, either Friday or Saturday morning or Saturday during the day, check out Comic Dunes on Whatnot. Uh, for myself, I have a scheduled Whatnot sale right now, Friday night. So if you listen to this again early enough, Friday night Marvel, Saturday night probably doing Star Wars if I get a chance. But at least the Marvel one is already scheduled. So go ahead and bookmark that. Um, other than that, um, that's it for myself. Zach, what about you? No, I'm good, man. I'm just L I V I N just hanging mm. out and, uh, kind of nice. Not having, not, not super busy right now. So, um, kind of enjoying that hot weather in the pool and the weekends, man. Yeah. And, uh, as soon as we get done with this recording, Zach and I have to discuss, uh, terrific. So we do. that's, uh, that's what we're going to do for our post show. So, um, Thanks, everyone, for checking us out. We appreciate it. Again, you know where you can find us. And again, tell your friends, share it. And also, we're on Amazon Music as well. So peace out, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.